Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Jamblin! Ah, I'm waiting for this. This is the greatest episode we've ever recorded, ever. Yeah. I mean, it really is. I mean, (laughs) I say this every year. Summer movie season is the best season of all. Mm -hmm. It's better than spring, summer, winter, and fall. And I always... um, go see the first movie um, Mm on the beginning of the summer movie season and I either take off from work or sneak out (laughs) based on how I'm feeling. And and last year, last year you got busted. Yeah. But it was all good. (laughs) Good. Oh, good. Happy ending. (laughs) Well, yeah. You know, so you just kind of laugh it off. So, uh, so then, you know, then I just have to use vacation hours. So we'll see if I can sneak out this time. Um, so we're going to give you a, a rundown. There's 20 movies that I'm going to go over with you that are movies I would consider going to. Okay. And so, I'll probably end up going to half. You know, so, I usually average between 10 to 12 movies every summer. Okay. But I have 20 for our consideration. Uh, but first, mm. I had an epic milestone today. Oh. One, I had it finally happened to me, something huge. Something I've wanted most of my life. We're playing mini golf today with the family. Damn, you guys did everything today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We played mini golf yesterday, too. Our family loves mini golf. It's great. Yeah, we get into What's, it. What is there not to like about mini golf? It's awesome. Well, so it's, much. It's, it sucks when you're a kid and you're no good at it and you're losing poorly. That's yeah, the only you did, thing. You did get, tend to get frustrated. Yeah, man. Well, those are some tough courses back then, but anyways... We've got one of the best putt putt uh, mini golf places around here. It's awesome. Okay. It's so good that you can you go inside. Uh, there's two levels, two course holes. You go inside a cave where there's a waterfall coming through the cave, which you can then take your putter and smash and get everyone else wet with like really gross pirate water. <laughs> so it sticks to them and make them smell like smelly pirates. Um, and and when you're about to take a shot, there's um, there's a speaker in the background with like clanking chains and stuff and you hear a skeleton being whipped and lightning it. What? You hear this whoosh, ah! Oh. <laughs> so, we got, there's skeleton S&M going <laughs> out at this mini golf place and just as you're about to take a shot he goes whoosh, ah! <laughs> Damn. And skeleton is loving that. Wow. So there's the like, initial again! There's like the initial like shock and pain, and then the the little skeleton moan to let you know that it's all good. Oh yeah, the skeleton's like ah! I didn't say stop. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, this place has got it all. It's awesome. Uh, but anyways, back to my accomplishment. For the first time ever in my life, and I would say not all mini golf places, do, but a lot of them have the magic 18th hole. Mm-hmm. That if you get a hole in one on the 18th hole, you win a free game of golf. Right. So you have to come and- back. And for the first time ever, I hit the hole in one on the 18th hole. Oh my god! Three round of golf, baby! Wow! Woo! <laughs> Not only that, but our brother Jared was winning because we we don't. No one likes keeping score in mini golf with a fucking little pencil and the, and you put in the numbers and you add the numbers. So mm-hmm. we just play for the hole. Yeah. So whoever every hole, whoever hits it in in the fewest amount, gets a point for that hole. You win the hole. And then at the end, you just count how many times you won. So it's easy. You know, it'll be like 10 to 9 or something like that. Way easier. Wow. Uh, I like the system. 
Oh yeah, it's like it's like the skins game in real golf. Well, wait, wait, what if what if you tie? If you well, you can either no one gets it or everyone gets it. We were doing uh-huh. it that everyone gets it. So if so if three people hit it in on two strokes, you all get a point. Okay. It kind of so um so it, it's a lot more fun. You don't have to have a fucking pencil to keep a stupid ass score, <laughs> and you just pick it up and go. So it's like if if you hit it in a three and everyone else is on their fourth shot, sorry, on to the next hole. Mm. No one cares about your dumb six, and then no one gets embarrassed either. You don't have to keep swinging and missing hockey style because you're like, oh, someone already got the low score. Time to go. I like that, and then you could just like you know move on, so the people behind you like don't yeah. uh, start queuing up. Yeah, and you don't have someone that just finally is like, sorry, six is the most amount of tire tries you're allowed to have. You just keep going. Yeah. So it's a lot more fun. So, anyways, Jared was winning, and I needed the hole in one to time for the championship. <laughs> and I not only got the hole in one, but I got the free game of golf, and I got the gold token to prove it. Ooh. But it's so funny. The guy treated me like I was a fucking eleven year old. I went down there. I was like, I got the free game of golf, and he was like, Really? really did you get the hole in one i'm like yeah and then he fucking tried lying to me he's like so if i go check my video surveillance footage which obviously they they don't have so if i go check the videotape you're i'm gonna see your hole in one there little fella and i'm like and so of course i'm playing along i was like oh my god do you have it can you upload it to your facebook page i want to share that i want to fucking share your fake fake video sir okay i didn't win Free hole in one golf all my life. I finally fucking did. And look at this asshole. Now, I mean, I understand. I bet a ton of assholes come up to him every day and like, I won my game. But I ain't no eleven year old Jack. You know, I'm a man. I I waited my whole life to claim this free game of golf. Now give me my fucking goal token right now. <laughs> let's all pretend. You know, let's not have this little dick dance where we pretend you have a video surveillance or <laughs> asshole. I mean, give maybe me, give me a gold token. Maybe, maybe he does. I mean, maybe instead of finding like a clever or creative way to uh, you know separate the cheaters from the non-cheaters, maybe they finally just did like put up video surveillance camera on the well, hole. I didn't in their little pirate shack with their cash register. I didn't see no fucking uh, monitor. Maybe it's so, like Walmart. Like, you will never see the security dudes. They're well, just, like, hidden. Here's the thing. They ain't watching the hole. But if you're not watching the hole, don't fucking advertise a free game of golf unless you don't want people coming up <laughs> saying you got a free game. You know? I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I, yeah. I guess I guess it's like it's like you have to piss so far in order to get your free game. Like, if you, if, if you can't, like, pull it out, you know, uh, in front of a guy who's, like, trying to shame you, then I guess... Uh, you're not worthy of the token. Well, I just wasn't sure. I just felt like he was just kind of stomping on my moment a little bit, you know, because, like, I waited my whole life. I'm good I'm good at mini golf. But, it, you know, that last hole, it's pretty hard to get a hole-in-one on the last hole, mm-hmm. obviously. And so I finally got it, and then he's kind of stomping on my moment a little bit, like, really? So I've got my gold token here, good for one free game. I don't even know if I'm going to cash it because it's kind of like a trophy. Mm. I almost want to keep the token. I mean, it's like I can afford the 750 to play golf next time. Yeah. Especially if we go with our family because they pay for it. <laughs> you know what? You, you know what you should do, Eric. You should make that into something that you can wear around your neck, and you should just wear it with you uh, when you go next time. Yeah, and be like, no, no, you can't have it back. It's just a memento now. It's a motherfucking <laughs> trophy and shit. I love that. That's great. Maybe maybe I should take a picture and upload it to our Facebook page. <laughs> I want to see it. I want to. I want to see how awesome this like lifetime achievement award for mini golf it is. 
Because on one side, it's like it's got a pirate on it because it's a pirate mini golf place. <laughs> a skeleton s and It's just one of the holes. Wait, wait, wait. What if the guy who's giving you a hard time was the guy holding the whip for the skeleton? <laughs> yeah, what if it was just his sex tape and it wasn't a skeleton? Maybe that's just his wife. He just like, he's like, dude, I could be whipping bony ass right now. Instead, I got to give you a hard time. Yes, yes. I don't know. I might just keep it because mm. it's mine. Or you know what I need to do? Because I need to just jump over the counter and grab, like, a fucking handful of these gold tokens. <laughs> oh, yeah, when they're not looking. Like, there, bitch. Now we're all winners. There you go. Dude, I mean, I've heard legend of the pool pirates. Why not the golf pirates? Yeah, yeah I should have just been watching where he fished it out from and just fucking grab a bunch. Exactly. And he'd be like, uh, you know, and, oh, no, dude, just get him to, like, to sick on somebody. He'd be like, yo, yo, somebody's whipping that skeleton uh, not on purpose. And then grab him when he's not looking. All I know is that I think the people in front of us were actually, I didn't think it was possible, but I think the people in front of us were having more fun than us. What? Because they had to keep going back to the pirate shack the first time they went to go get a ball mm-hmm. because they lost their ball because there's water everywhere. <laughs> Waterfalls, there's a mountain involved. It's yeah. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Then they went back to get two balls. Then they went back to get another putter. <laughs> I was like, holy <laughs> shit. I was like, so, and the guy's like, it's fucking crazy up there. I'm like, this guy, like, are you guys naked? And the on the skeleton S and M course, like, is the putter in the water somewhere up someone's ass? Like, Damn. I don't even know. But it's like, I like, well, they're losing balls. That's one thing. When he goes to get another putter, I was like, ah, oh, I want to, I would like that kind of party. <laughs> so uh, I'm telling you, it's a great place. Yeah, that could be a lot of fun, or it could be dangerous, man. Like, you never know if you're like following teenagers and they're like. And they're like, let's see if we can break the dinosaur's head off. Cha-cha! Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've launched some balls into other people's places before. Jared, Jared launched one into the ocean, if I remember. Yeah, right. yeah. Like, the last time we were Well, no, ship. no. I launched it into the ocean. Oh, uh, okay. And almost hit someone in the face. <laughs> it was on a lower deck that I didn't realize. <laughs> no, I fucking skied that shit. Yeah. And our dad did, too. Well, I mean, you know. But it was funny because I was like, yo, Jared, watch this. I'm going to sky this fucking ball into the into the Bermuda Triangle. And our dad, who was not listening, had the same damn idea because we all think alike. And I was like, what the fuck? I thought I was original. And there was people making out on a deck below us. And uh, both times the ball went over and almost hit them. Nice. So I was like, ah, what are you going to do? It's a, sig- it's a signal from above. You need to break up on this cruise. Yeah, get out of here. She ain't worth it. <laughs> okay, so let's do some uh, summer movie previewing. Sounds good, dude. I mean, I'm I'm looking at the list, the A to Z list. Oh, every I, crummy movie that's coming out this summer. I'm gonna go chronological order, starting with May second. We'll go straight through August. I'll tell you the twenty that are worth consideration. Okay. Not that I'm necessarily gonna go to them. We can talk about what you think might be cool. And and I will I will tell you which movies I will not see. Yeah, I'm sure you will. There's a ton. <laughs> we'll get the Transformers. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Obviously, May second, Spider Man two. I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to it. I may. I. I, I don't know, man. It's. It's either like Spider Man two or Godzilla. They're coming out pretty close to each other. Mm, I don't know which I should see. I know. I. I just. I was watching Jimmy Fallon and Jamie Fox brought on a clip, and it was a fucking great clip. Okay. It was Spider like uh, Paul Giamatti. He's not the Rhino yet. He's just a thug. Mm-hmm. He was driving the semi, and Spider Man is like on the semi, and he's doing some good old classic Spider Man trash talk. Nice. 
just like in the comics. Like Spider-Man always trash talks so fun. And Spider-Man is giving it to him. <laughs> and then he like saves Jamie Foxx because he's not Electro yet. Mm-hmm. And then he's kind of like good-naturedly getting in some jokes there. And I was like, holy shit, man. This is like Spider-Man classic comic book, good-natured, I like to be a superhero kind of shit. And right there I was like, oh, yeah, I got to see this now. Wow. That, that sounds like they're totally uh, playing up the fan service. Uh, I mean, I know it's a huge property for Sony, but, like, man, if they nail the fan service, that's usually, like, the death knell for, like, a series, man. Like, G.I. Joe Retaliation. We will never see another sequel. Well, no, they might still make a third one, but... Oh, yeah? Yeah, they're talking about it. But the guy who was going to do it had to put a hold on it because he's directing Jem, the movie. Oh, dude! (laughs) So he's like, sorry, I got to do Jem first. So our sister finally won. When we used to turn on G.I. Joe off of Jem and say, suck it, sister, now she gets to say it back to us because the guy directed G.I. Joe 3 put it on hold to do Jem. I can't believe that somebody put G.I. Joe on hold to do Jem. I mean, mean, Jem is truly, truly outrageous, and, you know, I love it. And uh, it's so fun as an adult to watch that show. Oh, it's great. It's great for, for drinking games. Yeah, uh, but like seriously, live action gem. Oh, they're shooting it. It's happening. It's real. I, I saw know. pictures of all the main characters. So it's it's just crazy that they're doing. It. I I really hope it's a comedy, but not a romantic comedy. Yeah. Well, like the only reason I liked Spider Man as a kid in the comic books was because he was funny mm-hmm. and he would trash talk the villains. Like he would frustrate the shit out of them. Yeah. Because it wasn't just enough to beat them up. He would sit there and make them feel stupid. Yeah. And there's nothing I like more than making people feel stupid. <laughs> so he'd be jumping around. He'd be calling them names, making fun of their costumes, putting webbing in their eye and stuff. Yeah. And, and then they'd be like, damn you, Spider-Man. And it was funny. So from what I saw in this clip, he, I'm sure, you know, it's going to get dark eventually in this movie, obviously. But when I saw that, I was like, fucking cool, man. All right, Spider-Man, we're doing yeah. this. Spider-Man making the Green Goblin be like, I will shit myself on you, Spider-Man. I mean, I shit... Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Give me so, a of cream pie. So we're on board with that. Uh, the next weekend, May 9th, there's always one comedy. Yeah. That, there's always one $100 million comedy. This could be it. May 9th is Neighbors. Ah. And that is starring Zac Efron and Seth Rogen, Rose Byrne. And Seth Rogen and Rose Byrne, they, they're... You know, they're our age. They have a kid. They used to be cool. Now they got a kid. So, you know, eh. yeah. and uh, <laughs> uh, the, the the house next door gets sold and a frat moves in. Right. It's classic frat right. versus like family man. Right. And so they're trying to prove they're cool and they're trying to and they get into a giant prank war. And I saw the Red Band trailer and this movie looks pretty hilarious. Oh, OK. I, I just saw the uh, the PG version. No, no, it was funny. Like. Uh, Seth Rogen comes outside and he's drinking his morning coffee and stuff and McLovin is just banging the shit out of this girl doggy style <laughs> right in the bushes outside their house <laughs> and Seth Rogen's holding his little baby and he's like what the fuck and this girl in the middle of getting railed by McLovin is like oh baby so cute ah, ah, ah. <laughs> and I was like this is cool alright you know I like I like a hard R for my comedy that's cool. Oh, that PG-13 shit. Well, so right. I don't know. This, this looks like it's going to be funny. Do you, so do you, I'll, I'll be seeing it. Do you agree that the gross-out comedy came back and was solidified in uh, 1999 with, uh, oh, God, what movie was that? American Pie. Yeah. Yeah, American Pie started to bring the gross-out shit back, which is cool. Now it's like, it's, it's like an arms race, and we are, like, well into the nuclear option, man. Like, there's dongs everywhere and hard R's now. 
Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, like, uh, I think the 40-Year-Old Virgin was a good hard R that showed you could make a lot of money because a lot of rated R comedies didn't do so well. Mm. So that was a big one, too. Word. For adults. So anyways, I think Neighbors is going to be good. Um, May 16th, Godzilla. Godzilla. I mean, I have, I mean, I'm going to go see it, obviously. Yeah. I'm going to go see it. So I've been avoiding the trailers for the most part. I just don't think Brian Cranston is going to fail on this movie. Brian Cranston is a good actor. Mm-hmm. What I've seen him in there looks amazing. I I'm mean, just gonna, in Brian Cranston, we trust. I mean, there, there have been, uh, I can't name a single good actor that's ever been in Godzilla uh, movie. But yeah. uh, it's, it's all about like, all right, you got a good actor, you got a great cast, $160 million, you know, well spent on something. What do the characters have to do? Because Godzilla, we know exactly what he's going to do. He's going to come on a screen. He's going to destroy buildings, uh, emerge from water, roar, and whoop some monster ass to save the day. But then, like, what is the human cast doing uh, in between all that? Because, like, that's like the Achilles heel of every Godzilla movie is, like, how entertaining are the in-between Godzilla scenes? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so I'm hoping that they'll give him, like, something cool to do. Uh, you know, like, um, unlike previous Godzillas. Yeah. I think, I mean, well, the one good thing is Godzilla looks cool in this one. Yeah. And not well, like that dumbass 98 one. It's like, oh, we're doing a movie, and here's all this other movies that we could base it on, but no, we're going to do our own thing. Yeah. So. No, but, do, well, cool, yes, but, like, what's up with his feet? Have you seen the trailer with his feet? No. He has, like, these stubs. It's weird. It's like it's like um, it's like somebody like hacked off your foot, and you have like little toenails poking out of like your bloody stump. That's what Godzilla's feet look like, apparently, in this movie. Hmm. It's weird. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's like a throwback or what, but like you know, when the Cloverfield monster is like wrecking it in oh, this five-minute trailer. You're not allowed to talk about Cloverfield. What? It, it's the Cloverfield monster, and Godzilla's like, I'm gonna elbow drop you so hard. Well, I, I mean, that was a huge thing because, like, I was already going to see this movie when I thought it was just Godzilla versus man. Mm-hmm. But when you mentioned there was uh, more monsters in it, I was like, fuck, man, that's even better. Well, it's got to be. I mean, Godzilla has to fight other monsters. I mean, like, well, taking you our. Say, you say got to be, but they don't always do that. So. It's true, but the better one. All right. So the tradition is for Godzilla to fight a monster and destroy the city. Like, that's what right. needs to happen every single movie. Uh, right. They're calling it just Godzilla because uh, for a lot of different reasons, but it's not Godzilla versus something, you know. But yeah, I think I, if they do a sequel, they will definitely say Godzilla versus something. If Godzilla versus another monster looks as cool as Pacific Rim did with robots versus monsters, then yeah. we're good. Yeah. Now they just have to remember the formula for good Godzilla movies, which is Godzilla versus many different monsters. Um, Godzilla like. Eating, destroying those monsters, fighting the army somewhat in between, right? But then also killing the army too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe Brian Cranston is the one that after Godzilla kills the monster, they're like, all right, we're now ready to kill Godzilla. And then Brian Cranston has to look him straight in the eye and be like, no, <laughs> let him go. <laughs> and give him a big thumbs up. Maybe he'll be like in a. What was that one? Like, uh, I think it was like Godzilla. 2000 where like this businessman was trying to take down Godzilla 
and he's just like standing there with his sunglasses on at the very end of the movie in the destroyed building looking up at him and he's like Godzilla and Godzilla's like high five bam yeah you did yeah alright next up we got uh, May 23rd mm. X-Men Days of Future Past right could be good could be bad I hope it's good they got a lot of mutants in there and some of them one that we've been looking forward to that's cool we got some good actors in the X-Men movies which is a difference from the 2000 ones right I mean McAvoy's good Fastbender's good um Katniss is good shit what's her name <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence well <laughs> you know what here here's here's I'm a little confused I'm a little worried about this Jennifer Lawrence good actor Yes. The fact that they got her into this trilogy, they lucked into it because her stock has considerably risen. Right. So they, they got lucky there. But I almost feel like eventually, it's like they're trying to pimp it out like it, the movie should be called Mystique and the X-Men. Really? Like, are, are you worried about that? Like, nah. I feel like, like I feel like they're giving Mystique a much bigger role because of who Jennifer Lawrence is. And, like, I was never that crazy about Mystique in the comic books. I mean, I mean, she was okay. She was cool. I mean, she's got like the the Smurf skull belt happening. Um, I mean, no, I, she did have a seriously big part in the first movie, though. I mean, she was like, she was the you know the the sister hanging out. Will she be evil? Won't she be evil? You know, well, yeah. it was interesting. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, I think I don't know. Well, maybe it's just the marketing because Jennifer Lawrence is such a big star. Oh, no doubt. They're marketing it as Mystique in the X Men because all I I just see her front and center. Even on my E Weekly, it's her. Even Wolverine is behind her, and he's like, "What the fuck? I'm Wolverine." Yeah. I always stand in the front. They're like, "Not this time, bitch." <laughs> no, that's just marketing and advertising. Who knows how the story is actually going to go? I mean, if if Wolverine was still in his peak, you know, you know, it'd be Wolverine and the X Men Days of Future Past. Yeah, well, I mean, it basically is because they wrote him into the story like that. But, I mean, can I just say one thing? This is just me. So this I'm not saying this is a wrong thing. But I get that she's a shapeshifter. Mm-hmm. I don't think she needs to be blue naked the whole time. <laughs> because if you can change into another person who has clothes, I think that when you go back to your normal form, you can have clothes too. Like, Mystique in the comic books, she wore that white tunic with the skull belt and stuff. And then when she changed it to someone else with clothes, her clothes would change into other clothes. Mm-hmm. But in this one, we have to believe that, no, she has to be naked, like, and then she changes. It, you know, it was it was something ridiculous that they tried in the first X-Men movie. Which was just, well, I mean, and, and that's the thing. I felt like they made all the wrong choices with wardrobe and stuff. So, of course, they're like, well, let's just make her fucking blue naked because people will drool over that. Exactly. But I just feel like it wasn't necessary. Just put some fucking clothes on. Like, it's weird that you're just walking around naked. Everyone else has clothes, okay? All was, right, put a fig leaf <laughs> over your vag. It was, it was something that, you know, it's like they're still casting Patrick Stewart as Professor X, so Mystique is still naked. I don't know. They could have changed it up, but, like, everybody, like you said, like, that became, like, a story. And that character was popular enough to stick around through the, the trilogy and all the Cinco de Myology. Well, they, uh, even had to, they even had to explain it, too. Like, in uh, First Class, she wore clothes. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Magneto's like, embrace your mutantness. And so she took off her clothes. And then Professor X was like, whoa, why don't you have clothes on? And she was like, oh, you're an asshole because this is I'm proud of who I am. So I'm going to be blue naked all the time. So it's like, no, she can wear clothes and just change into other stuff. She doesn't have to be naked, but they, I don't know. It just seems kind of silly. Well, and I I'm mean, sure. you know, it's, it's kind of like 
It's kind of like some people are just like that. They'd be like, fuck clothes. I don't need a reason. I don't need, I know. I don't need your... I'm not part of your system. Look, normally I'd, normally I'd be on board with seeing Jennifer Lawrence naked or a blue naked chick. But it just... It almost, to me, seems like distracting and not in a good way. It's like everyone else has got a costume on, but you're the female, so you've got to be blue naked. <laughs> at, least at least she doesn't have, like, a skimpy-ass, like, metal thong or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, now it's now it's pajamas this time, so she doesn't have to get it food on her. Yeah, it is. It's just pajamas. It's a one piece, so she doesn't have to be in the. Because she was like, ah, I'm out of here, man. I'm sick of six hours in the makeup chair. Yeah. So they turn into pajamas now. They just paint her face, but um, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, I don't feel like Mystique doesn't have to be the main character, and she definitely doesn't have to be naked all the time. I can't believe I'm saying that. I should be on the. I should be saying they should all be naked if they're women. But uh, it was it was uh, a weird. I feel like in the last movie, in X Men First Class, it was like they were justifying the the first X Men trilogy by saying, yes. "Look, look!" And this was the moment where she decided yes. to be naked. Yes, this is we've had we have to tie this in because our dumb wardrobe person or whoever in the 2000s said, "Make Mystique naked." Yeah, and it was like edgy we, and spooky. Uh, sell tickets. And it did. So, and so, yeah, they, they had to come up with the whole thing to make her ditch her clothes. I think it's stupid. But yeah. anyways, it doesn't mean I'm not going to go see it. Obviously, I'm going to go see it. I think it's going to be good. Like I said, as long as it's not too whiny. You know, Who it's knows? like, God, watch the Avengers movies. Watch the Marvel movies. Put some fucking humor in it, and we'll be okay, guys. Well, I feel I feel like uh, for, for everybody who missed or skipped out on their death scene from X-Men 3, X3, uh, now's their chance. And I have this feeling that... All the old stars, minus a couple, are going to get killed off in the first scene. Like, the first scene's going to be in the future, and it's going to be like, Iceman, ba-bam, dead. Banshee, or Jubilee, or whoever's left from the first movie that they didn't cut. Ba-bam, dead, dead, dead. You might as well kill them, because it's technically an alternate future. As long as they fix it in the past, then it'll never happen. So then the death doesn't happen, so you might as well just murder them. I mean, they even did that in the comic books. The ones that were left, they fucking torched. Yep. So, I mean, we saw, we see, we know Storm dies. That preview, she's dead. And I can't uh. wait. <laughs> Kill her. Damn. Kill Storm. She sucks. <laughs> she sucks in the movies. Yes, that's what I mean. Not in the comic books. She's cool in the comics. She's awesome. She's like one of the best mutants ever. Except, when, except, except when they want to like knock her around. And they'd be like, ha ha, Storm. Bam, bam, bam. Too bad you didn't have a writer who thought you were cool. Yeah. All right, so I don't want to get too long up. But anyways, I'm going to go see that one, too. All right. May, May 30th, we've got two movies battling here, and I can only see one. Although there's not a lot in June, so we'll see. But uh, we have Maleficent, mm-hmm. which I had to defend from you originally because <laughs> you said she was going to look stupid. And now that you've seen the actual preview, I think they've got her look down okay. But I feel like they're trying too hard to make us sympathize with the bad guy. So now I think I'm not going to see it. Uh, I'm just staying away. I mean, I watched a new trailer, and they said, hey, guess what? It's not just a prequel. It's the Sleeping Beauty story, and we're going to tell you why you should, like, relate to Maleficent. Yeah, this whole thing's like, she used to have wings, so we're going to learn how she lost her wings, and it was, like, a a bad reason, so we're going to feel bad for her that she's a bitch now. Yeah. So, think I'm probably going to, unless I hear amazing reviews, I think I'm going to skip it. It's just one of those things where, like, you know, if good thing they're calling it Maleficent and not Sleeping Beauty because if they called it Sleeping Beauty and the main character was the evil character that we're not sympathizing for, it'd be like Chun Li: The Legend Continues all over again. Yeah. 
Well, opening the same time is Seth MacFarlane's Western, A Million Ways to Die in the West. Right. And just with the movie Ted, when I saw the preview, I was like, this is hilarious, but I feel like we saw the jokes. Then I saw Ted, and it was like, no, there's way more jokes. Ted was good. So now it's A Million Ways to Die in the West. The trailer looks funny, ton of jokes. And again, I'm, I'm like, did I see all the good parts, or will there be more? And before you answer... Liam Neeson's in it as a bad guy. Well, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> that might that might just be enough. We should probably just I mean like he wasn't I don't know if he was in the first preview, but in the second one, he shows up and he's badass. So I think I might have just answered my own question. I'm gonna well, yeah, have to go see it. I mean you've convinced yourself. Because I mean he's when he does a comedy, he can be pretty funny. So if he's if he's a funny bad guy in this, they should probably just call it like that. Liam Neeson is a funny bad guy in the West. Awesome. Boom. Got it. Yeah, so Seth, I'll probably Seth, see this and skip Maleficent. Seth MacFarlane, he uh, he's been showing his face for like the last I want to say like the last few years. It's been like, hey, guess what, guys? It's the voice of Stewie. It's Seth MacFarlane, and he's just been popping up everywhere. And now he's the uh, he's the handsome hero in this uh, in this wacky comedy. And hopefully, this will be the uh, is this is this the uh, the vehicle that'll drive him into superstardom. I mean, you know, like personal acting superstar because I mean, Family Guy's been around forever now. Yeah, but he's like, you know, he's just been like the voice, but now he's, you know, maybe he could like have a, like a bigger acting career. Maybe. maybe. So, like I said, I think I think Liam Neeson pushes it over the edge, and I'll probably see it now. Yeah. And Ted was pretty funny. So I think I think basically, if you like Ted, you'll like this. There you go. So <laughs> every is he every every uh, trailer tagline should be like that. Yeah. Probably. Exactly. I mean, most of them probably are. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I like it, and that's what this next this next movie, the tagline is about. Like this, June sixth, we have the Edge of Tomorrow, and they're like, if you like Tom Cruise in Tom Cruise stuff, yeah, go see Edge of Tomorrow. I just Which, I just rewatched the trailer. It's like, hey, remember that movie Oblivion? We're gonna do it again, but with a slightly I, I don't even know if it's weirder of a twist less weird it's well like, it's a twist again now what was this movie originally called because it had a really cool name it was based on um a movie in japan wasn't it oh so it's a remake or it's either it's either a Let's remake see. or it was based on a book based on the japanese light novel all you, all you need is kill. Yeah, see, now that's fucking awesome. <laughs> it was supposed to be called "All You Need Is Kill." Like, I can almost picture the Beatles like, "All you need is kill." Yeah. And then they fucking changed it to "Edge of Tomorrow," which what could mean anything. Hmm. All you need is kill. Sign me up. Like, I might almost see that movie, not even knowing who's in it. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm now I'm like Wikipediaing this. All you need is kill, man. I gotta. <laughs> Let's see. April twenty turn turn. Now, Brad Pitt was approached to play the lead, but he had conflicts. Uh, now we we've said before that the only thing that Tom Cruise is good and or believable in is sci-fi movies. Yes. Um. So this is sci-fi. It's in the future. He's got a robot. He's got like a almost like an exo squad. Um, robot suits. Right. Like uh, like from that movie with Matt Damon. 
Yeah, like 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 more than Matt Damon's Elysium suit and less than the Exo Squad cartoon suits. Right. So it, somewhere it, in the middle. We're on our way. Where the journey has begun towards the Exo Squad film. Yeah. <laughs> and he keeps dying, but then he keeps going back in time, and he can keeps reliving this battle until he can finally learn how to beat the aliens. Which I don't like that. That reminds me of was it was it fucking Jake Gyllenhaal that was on that fucking train that kept blowing up. And only had like a minute to solve it. That was kind of lame. Nah, I missed that one. So, but Emily Blunt's in it. I'm trying to remember if Emily Blunt was the exact co-star of his in Oblivion also. It's either her or someone that looked exactly like her. I mean, it was it was a woman that was way the hell younger than Tom Cruise. Well, they all are. Tom Cruise is 50. I know, I know. But uh, th- that whole movie, Oblivion, which is great, uh, except for the twist, uh, I was like, man, she is like 20 maybe, and he is like her grandfather. Oh, you definitely got that wrong. She wasn't 20. Dude, she's if it was she Emily, so young. If it, if it was Emily Blunt, she's like 30-ish. 30-ish going on 18-ish. Oh, Wikipedia, then. Now, now we need to know. I'm just I'm just saying, like, she was young. I'm just like, compared man, to you, better, you better be the last two people on the planet, man. She's a young, hot astronaut, baby. Yep. I was like, wow, good for you, Grandpa. Score. Yeah. Well, um, uh, I'm skipping it. Yeah. I, I would rather be wrong... And then watch it for a dollar, like I did a Oblivion on right. video. Because I got to save my money for June 13th, 22 Jump Street, baby. Word. I mean, did you see 21 Jump Street? Uh, you know, I heard it was really good. Oh, dude, you have to go see it. Yeah. It is, first of all, it was fucking hilarious. Who would have thought you'd take an 80s television show and make it so awesome? I mean, that, this was great. Because not only was it funny and a good action movie, but it also made fun of, of a lot of action movie tropes. Hmm. Like you really got to see this. Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum together were really good. I can't say enough about how much I enjoyed 21 Jump Street. Wow, well, cool. And so when I saw the trailer to 22 Jump Street, still looked good. And they're making fun of themselves doing a sequel to 21 Jump Street. You know, a little, little wink, wink, nod, nod, meta. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so no, I'm telling you, this is gonna be good. All right. I'm First of all, go rent or go see 21 Jump Street. Yeah. And and tell me I was right, and then go see 22 when it comes out. I might. I mean, or I might. I might have to go skip it to go watch How to Train Your Dragon Part Two. That is also coming out. So hopefully, all the kitties go to How to Train Your Dragon Part Two. <laughs> I'm going to see 22 Jump Street with the cool people. Yeah, I hear that. But dude. It's been so long since the first movie. They did the first movie, How to Train Dragon. Then they did the uh, live stunt spectacular and the TV series. And now it's part two, and they aged all the characters by like 10 years. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I was like, wow, great. I mean, I loved it when they did it with uh, Young Justice yeah, right. in season one, season two. And now How to Train Your Dragon, I mean, like, they, you know, like at the end of the first movie, it's like, oh, yeah, great. Everything's resolved. All the characters are resolved. No problems. <laughs> everybody's hunky-dory now it's number two ten years later and everybody's shacking up with each other well this movie's gonna clean up just because there's no big kid cartoon movies this Mm. summer there's no pixar disney stuff um a lot of you know mr peabody came out a month ago and stuff so i mean like this is i mean there's a planes 2 sequel but that's what they just whipped it together planes 2 yeah they just whipped that together so that barely even counts as pixar but I mean, though this is good. This is the big kid vehicle, so it's gonna it's gonna crush, but I won't be seeing it. Yeah, 
I'll be seeing 22 Jump Street. I'm not saying that means it makes it as bad, but I still got to wait for video for kid movies, so. I mean, uh, I'll, I'll admit it. You know, the first the first High Train Dragon, man, I cheered up a couple times. It's like, oh my god, the dragon is like a little cat. They become best friends, and then he is dragon-hitting dad. Oh, he's genius. Yeah, it was all right. Um, <laughs> what I will be doing is I'll be renting the Lego movie because that's when it comes out on DVD sometime uh, okay. in June. So I'll finally be able to watch that and sing, Everything is awesome. Yeah. Um, June is kind of a bear month. Uh, although I guess we got to get to June 27th, Transformers Age of Extinction. Right. Transformers Optimus Prime riding a dinosaur. Yeah, Transformers. We can fuck up Dinobots too. Trust us. <laughs> so, I mean, there was a couple different ways it could go with the Dinobots and obviously it's not the way I was hoping, but yeah. whatever. Oh, well. Whatever. So, yeah, Transformers, June 27th. Uh, you know, I, I did see the first three in the movie theaters, but <laughs> fool me four times, shame on me. So I will wait till video. Ugh, so much shame. Uh, July, now, I do this every year. I give you one movie. One movie that you can go on a date to see. Okay. If you're going to let your girlfriend or wife or lover or mistress or whatever drag you to one movie that they want to see that you might be able to get through this is the one you're going to see last last year it was the heat mm-hmm. two or three years ago it was bridesmaids this one is tammy oh yes tammy starring melissa mccarthy who was in those other two movies <laughs> uh the heat and bridesmaids and uh she gets cheated on by her husband and so she goes on a, a road trip with susan sarandon her grandma okay that's all i need i mean that's i'm sure that's all they needed at the studio when they pitched it Listen, McCarthy, road trip, Susan Sarandon. All right, cool. How much money do you need? As, you know, uh, in terms of like big Hollywood actresses playing grandmas, there are way more annoying uh, actresses. Like, like when an actress comes in as like somebody's grandma, I'm like, oh god, not that one again. Yeah, Susan Sarandon's like old cool. Like yeah. she plays competitive ping pong in New York City. Yeah. <laughs> so no, this will be good. So this is one. Would I go see this on my own? Hell no. Is it one that I'll actually uh, go on a date with and not totally hate it? When I go to the movie theater that serves tankers of beer, yes. Awesome. This movie theater is so good. You get a tanker of beer, and then you write down a slip of paper on when you want them to bring you your refill tanker of beer. Dude. Like like a half hour into the movie, sir, or an hour or an hour and a half, and you tell them, and then they will just bring it in at that point and give you more beer. My God. Well, wait. Why, why even have, like, a beer guy? Dude, just have it like Jabba's Palace where the thing just, like, automatically refills right next to you. It, I mean, it might as well. You're sitting there enjoying a quality <laughs> movie and someone brings another huge tanker of beer. And I mean tanker. It's like a pitcher. When you go to the bar and you get a pitcher, yeah. like, it's basically that size. That's fucking cool. All you need is two and someone else is driving home. Wow. <laughs> so I'll be. this will be the date movie I go and get loaded at. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. So that's July second. That's the only really big July fourth movie. I guess Transformers will just win the following weekend. Um, July eleventh, we have Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, mm-hmm. which I will not be seeing. But wait, what about the Fluffy movie starring featuring comedian Gabriel Fluffy Iglesias? I fucking hate his fluffy jokes, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Good for him. He's a big shot, but uh fucking hate i'm not fat i'm fluffy it's uh i've heard it like 80 times it's not funny sorry yeah 
If Jim Gaffigan in the movie was there, I'd see it. Actually, I think he's on a, doing a special tonight. But uh, no, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, you know what? I just don't like talking monkeys. Mm. I just don't. I didn't like the remake. I didn't see the next one. when it came, I didn't see the one that came out a couple years ago because it had Franco and talking monkeys in it. <laughs> and I didn't know which one was worse. So I people, skipped it. Pe- people said that, was, that one was actually good. So. Fuck that. I just don't, I don't need to see giant talking monkeys. I don't know why. Is that weird? I didn't even like King Kong either. Really? I don't like big monkeys on TV. I don't know. I don't know if there's like someone like I don't know if I went to the zoo and someone uh, a monkey threw shit in my face when I was a kid. No way, man. When when you're a when you're a kid, monkeys are like the coolest things ever. You're like, yo, check out that monkey uh, like riding a skateboard with like his hat turned backwards and a pair of sunglasses. That's the coolest thing ever. I don't know something about monkeys, man. I just don't like them. Wow. I don't know. They're too close to us. I like my animals <laughs> not looking like humans. Damn, I don't. Like, I don't fucking like monkeys. I, I think I'm having a breakthrough right now. Like, I don't care for them. I think gorillas are kind of cool because mm-hmm. gorillas aren't like monkeys. Like gorillas is fucking badass assholes. <laughs> <laughs> bad assholes. Well, They're kind of cool, but all other monkeys, eh, don't like them. Well, you know, um, technically, technically, uh, if if you don't, if you have a tail, you're probably a monkey. But uh, if you don't have a tail, you're probably an ape. Right. Oh, so that works. I like apes. Don't like monkeys. Okay. The only monkey I like is I like the little squirrel monkey. I always mm. see them at the zoo. They're cute, and they go fucking flying around, and they land. And they're cool. Squirrel monkeys, you get a pass. Yeah. Gorillas and the apes community, you're cool. Orangutans, you look like fat, lazy slobs. <laughs> I know you're really strong, but I just can't get over how weird you look. Yeah. I'm always, when I go to the zoo, I'm always ready to skip past the monkeys. I was like, no, let's go to the rhinos. Let's go see if the tortoises are having slow, slow sex. <laughs> but I'm, <laughs> something about the monkeys, man. I just never liked them. So I'm definitely not going to go see a movie full of them, even I- though Gary Oldman's in it, and Gary Oldman's awesome. Sure, he's he's good in anything. Yeah, uh, well, dude, maybe that's like built in to your DNA because like, uh, there, uh, dude, uh, my my wife grossed me out just by describing to me. Uh, she's been like uh, watching a lot of uh, nature documentaries to get herself to sleep, uh-huh. and she's watching. I think it's something on like the BBC or something. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was about like apes who go out into the jungle hunting down monkeys, like uh-huh. so like bigger apes hunting down like little monkeys, and they like. They're like Tarzan swinging like on vines, jumping through the trees, and they get the little monkeys, and they like just like it bite into them to get their the tasty little guts, mm. just eating I, them live, just monkey. Well, and now here's the thing: I gotta clarify. I don't like monkeys, but I don't wish violence upon them. Like I felt bad for King Kong. I did. Okay. And when this other when Planet of the Apes came out a couple years ago, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, mm-hmm. like in the in the previews, they're getting treated pretty bad, and yeah. I felt bad. So like I don't want to see monkeys get mistreated. I just don't want to see them at all. I don't want to see them beat the shit out of humans either. I don't know why. Yeah, you don't want like. See, I mean, they're riding horses with spears, hunting down people. Like, and fuck Gorilla Grodd, too. <laughs> <laughs> and who's the other DC comic big uh, inhumanoid? Uh, yeah. Fuck him, too. <laughs> Stupid. So when, uh, <laughs> as, as a kid, I was just like, all right, there's Grodd, and, yeah. there's, and there's White Grodd with the big brain. I know. There's two <laughs> talking intelligent monkeys? Come on, guys. Really? Yeah. You couldn't come up with anything else? Really? Nega Grodd. Um, yeah, so I'm definitely not seeing Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Um... 
Skipping. All right. Now, we need to be nice to this next movie for a little bit. Okay. July 18th, Jupiter Ascending, made by the Wachowski family. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Wachowski family. Siblings. <laughs> I, you know, it's not, they're not brothers anymore. Uh, but, yeah, that's true. Um, now, they took a concept and turned it into the amazing Matrix movie. Since yes. then, I haven't cared for what they've come out with. I didn't like the next two Matrix movies. I didn't like Speed Racer that much. Mm-hmm. Um, what the fuck else did they do like two years ago? Oh, yeah. What was that like three-hour movie where like Tom Hanks and Halle Berry are in like five oh, different Cloud worlds? Atlas. Fuck that movie, too. <laughs> so this Jupiter setting movie, it's sci-fi. I should like it. It's not based on a comic book. It's not a prequel. It's not a sequel. It's not a reboot. It's a original idea, unless they stole it again. <laughs> but here is basically, I'm doing air quotes, an original sci-fi movie in the summertime. I should be all over this. But because it's by the Wachowski family, I'm like, can it really be that good? But right. it does have Mila Kunis in it. It does have uh, Channing Tatum in it. Um, the previews look a little stupid, but cool at the same time and (laughs) i feel bad because everyone everyone has pegged it as the flop of the summer because it costs too much money to make and it's got the wachowskis on it so i almost feel like i almost need to be on their side like hey i don't want to instantly label a flop because if everyone calls it a flop it's going to be a flop yeah hollywood has self-fulfilling prophecies if you call it a flop ahead of time, no one's going to see it. So I almost feel bad. It's like, this is an original sci-fi movie. I don't want to shit on this, even though I think it's going to be bad. I should probably go see it. Well, what, you know, do, what do you think? I'm conflicted. I, w- I watched the trailer, and all that I could get out of it was that I was like, wow, this is kind of paint-by-the-numbers generic in terms of the story. You know, you know, the visuals, uh, like the action, it looked like Wachowski's at their best. You uh-huh. know, like, and that's what they do. They're awesome at that. Um, and adapting anime, you know, and taking risks. But yeah. but in terms of, like, uh, the stories that are in these films that are coming out, like, that's just something that that uh, didn't look very interesting to me. I was like, just like, it's kind of generic. Mila Kunis is, like, the princess of the universe, but she doesn't know it, and she's actually a janitor Yeah. in the real world, which is ridiculous, because there's no such thing as a hot janitor. And if you are a janitor right now, you're probably <laughs> nodding your head. Like, there's no fucking way Mila Kunis is a fucking hot janitor. I'm sorry. Even if she didn't go to college, even if she's got no skills, hot people don't become janitors. Maybe they become something else, like strippers or something. There ain't no fucking way. Even if she has, like, daddy issues and her dad used to be a janitor and she wanted to be like him. I'm sorry. There ain't no hot janitors. There are no hot janitors. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, let's let's clarify. For very long. Let's say that for very long. Because we've worked, I worked some crappy jobs. I was in an ice cream factory working, and I'm a pretty attractive person. And let me tell you, I got looks from people, and a couple of people actually came up to me and were like, what were you doing here, man? You went to college, right? I was like, yeah, man, it's hard to get a job. But, like, it it didn't last for very long. I'm just saying, though, but you're a dude, so it's slightly different. You can be attractive to a dude and still be in shitty jobs occasionally. Like, hot chicks, if they don't, you know, like, they're at least going to be uh, working in a public relations firm. <laughs> or, you know, they're going to be uh, pharmaceutical reps. Mm-hmm. Hot chicks are always pharmaceutical reps. Always. True. So, 
There's no way this chick is a hot janitor. I understand what they're trying to say. Oh, check this out. It's She's technically the princess of the universe, and she doesn't know it. She just uh, plunges shit in toilets. So they tried to go the exact opposite, but they tried a little bit too hard. Maybe she could have been working the counter at Burger King. No, maybe man. She, maybe she was a hot <laughs> fry cook. She's not a hot janitor. You can't, you can't, uh, dude, real life is too complicated. This is all, like, story time, you know? Like, if you'd had, like, real life, then maybe she would have had, like, you know, like a sort of accomplished real estate broker or something. And people would be like, wow, you're queen of the universe. And she's like, yeah, but, like, I'm making these sales. Well, I mean, I get it that her, her life is supposed to suck. Yeah. And it gets turned around. By the way, I just saw a preview for X-Men. And you just said Iceman dies. Iceman's doing his ice slide, and then some sentinel with, like, hot powers fucking grabs him by the face. <laughs> They're all going to die, dude. They're all he just dying. Grabbed, Iceman just grabs by the face, and then it jumps cut to Mystique because it's Mystique in the X-Men. But he definitely just grabbed Iceman by the face. So that uh, doesn't look too good for him. Nah, dude. They're they're all toast. And and if anybody's left, they're going to... They're going to be, like, fending off Nimrod as Wolverine es- escapes to the past. And so Nimrod can chase him through the through the mind portal back to the 80s. Well, no, Kitty Power has some, Kitty Pride has some weird power. She can phase his brain back. Like, it's, ah. it's, part, it's partly her. She can, she can send him back. Oh, fuck it. Anyways, we already talked about that. Um, so, yeah, I'm sorry. Mila Kunis, not a hot janitor. Maybe she could have been a hot postal worker. Mm. For a little bit, but not a hot janitor. So, dude, I don't want to. I don't want to hate on this movie, other than the janitor part. Did you? But before the Matrix, they made a movie called Bound. Did you see it? Oh, that is that the one with like some girl on girl? Yeah, yeah, that part yep. was. That, the rest of it, not so much. But that was cool. That movie was fucking awesome, and and it had the uh, like like the minor villain from the Matrix as the major villain in that movie. It was like it was like a heist movie with hot chicks. It was uh, and they and they basically had the script for it, and they were like, nobody's gonna give a crap about this movie unless uh, we do something crazy by making yeah. the protagonist into a girl. Well, just to wrap up this Jupiter setting, I'm not gonna tell anyone not to go to this because mm. I think it should at least get a fair shake. Is it gonna be good? I don't know, but I just don't. I don't want people to not go based on the reputation. Go watch the preview and make up your own mind. And try and suspend your disbelief, not for the storyline, not for the special effects, but for the hot janitor part. <laughs> try and suspend your disbelief, because that's the part I don't believe. Not that, not that Channing Tatum is part wolf, and he has rocket shoes. It, the hot janitor <laughs> part is what loses me. <laughs> so, well, well, they should just re... I mean, you know, Jupiter Ascending, who gives a crap about that? I would see a movie called The Hot Janitor from Space. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That you know what I mean? Okay. Like Dora the Sexplorer. <laughs> no, so it, Serena it, the Sexplorer. You know, it's uh, like it's, it's it's like the uh, the last, not the last Airbender, the last uh, Starfighter. You know, yeah. hot janitors from space. Yeah. Let's bring back the '80s titles. Well, at the same time as July 18th, we've got the one horror movie of the year. Although it's not horror, it's more just like scary. We have The Purge Two, The Purge Anarchy. Right. Whereas, like The Purge One had the greatest idea and then didn't use it. Mm. every year for 12 hours all crime is legal including murder I was like fuck man that's a great concept Yeah. then they didn't have any money so they just concentrated on people trying to get inside Ethan Hawke's house that's and the that's whole movie? It. so we didn't see the whole rest of the world go to shit for 12 hours all we saw was them trying to get so it's like oh it's another home invasion movie cool concept but I've seen a zillion home invasion movies so I skipped it 
the purge anarchy is people getting caught out on the streets during the purge. So this is like this sounds good. Now we're actually going to see people out in the middle of nowhere when everyone goes out and goes nuts. Right, and there's I mean the the trailer really sold the movie for me. I was like, wow, that actually looks like the first one should have been, which is like yes. they have like a bunch of different stories uh, that all kind of like interweave. Yep. You know, it's like one family that gets home invaded, another guy who's like they fucked up um something brother sister family whatever last time so i'm gonna go out there and kill some people and, and so maybe uh, it's car breaks down yeah it's just like I don't, you know don't know like, don't know why you'd even travel on that day but yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like college kids man priorities man but they this looks good i mean they could do a purge movie every year for like four or five years they but probably will it's like the saw franchise I'm on board with it. The concept is awesome. I mean, if this happened every year for 12 hours every year, everything was legal. I mean, you have to think. You're either going out or you're not. You only fall into two categories. And I think I'm going out there. Well, I'd have to stash my family. But as long as they were stashed, then I'm going out. You'd think that everybody would just move to Canada for like a week. You know, it's like, go, all right, go to a country that's not having the purge, uh, have a little fiesta, and then come back. Yeah. Pick up the pieces. Yeah, yeah. I just I'd, uh, I'd stash my family. Say see you guys in twelve hours, probably. And then, <laughs> what would you like? I'm going to Best Buy, kill a couple people, get a flat screen TV, PlayStation Four. <laughs> I think you know. I think if if the if the purge was real, if in New York City crime was legal for twelve hours, people would just bust up the all the cars on the streets, uh, break some glass, and that would be like it. No way, man. Let's go after the one percent. <laughs> They wouldn't be hanging around in town. I'm gonna get a list of everyone that's a Republican in the House of Representatives. <laughs> Go take out those guys. I don't know. Maybe I would just break into like uh, Dallas Cowboys football stadium and just take a shit on the 50 yard line. <laughs> just be like, yeah, you know, just to, like do something fun, you know, just like mm -hmm. some high, some big vandalism. You know, it's like maybe I take like a big scaffolding and spray paint a dong on the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> something creative, you know. That's nice, Eric. I, I want to see that movie. I want to see yeah, that should be that should be the sequel to the Family versus Frat movie. Yeah, it's like I, I love to do pranks, but now that I'm a responsible member of society, I have to be careful because if I get a mug shot, I could get fired. So it's not like when I was in college, I did whatever I wanted. So, like for the purge, maybe I'm not out to kill people. I just want to do some awesome pranks and get away with it. So maybe maybe it's like instead of the purge, they should call it like the prank or something. Yeah. All pranks are legal for 12 hours. Unleash your ultimate pranks. Yeah. Well, speaking of, I think that's how this this next movie is. This next movie is not a comedy, but I'm going to see it as a comedy. Mm. July 25th, Hercules starring The Rock. Right. It could, and everybody is shitting on this movie in advance. Well, let's face it. If you look at this as an action movie, it looks bad. Yeah. It fucking looks bad. I love The Rock. Love The Rock. I'll see him in anything. It looks bad as an action movie, but as a comedy, it's hilarious. Ah. Every scene, if you just watch, go back and watch the trailer, all he does is fight giant animals, and then he wears them as helmets. <laughs> when he wears a lion head on his head, all I can picture is Ben Stiller doing that in Tropic Thunder, wearing the panda head. Ah. So I can't take this movie seriously, but I think I could go and just laugh my ass off at The Rock you know being hercules and i mean the the hair looks stupid too um it doesn't the hair doesn't work for me with the rock sorry rock you have to have short hair you can't have 
con hair. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's it's strange that that he's wearing like the uh, the the chest plate armor with like muscles sculpted into it that look like a twelve year old boy uh, muscles in comparison to his gigantic man muscles. Yeah, I just think when is Rock gonna be He Man? I mean, this is, is he, it. Is he is he beneath He Man? Do you think he? Could, I mean, cause they they want to do He Man and, and another the guy who do who the guy who wrote Kick Ass Two is rewriting the He Man script right now. Hmm. Um, Rock, be He Man, please, because then you can kick ass and be funny. I just think this Hercules movie sucks unless you look at it as a comedy, and I think it's just gold. Then. All right. So. I mean, maybe maybe they could like redub it a little bit. I'm just gonna go in looking to laugh, and I don't. I don't think I'll be disappointed that way. But if not, the next week we're in August now. August first, I think most people have this on their calendars. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh hell yeah! I like, can't believe it's not rated yet, but yeah, it looks awesome. I mean, they've been touting it as a comedy. It looks hilarious, but sci-fi action at the same time. It looks like a perfect mix. And the trailer, and the trailer, unlike Jupiter Ascending, the trailer makes me want to go see the movie. Yeah, Guardians looks great. So good job, Marvel. Ahead of time, mm-hmm. um, August eighth. Unless it gets bumped, stay tuned. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So yeah, ninjas in the hood. I mean, I have to see it. I'm not gonna hate watch it. I'm gonna go and try it. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm not gonna hate watch it. I'm gonna go in and try to enjoy it. Uh-huh. I I still have a feeling it's gonna get bumped out of the slot. But um, why? Well, just because there was such a negative trailer reaction. Right. So, like, I'm hoping that maybe the trailer, like, like people on the internet reacting to a trailer, maybe that's like the new, uh, like, test audience, like, test the waters. When other people at home started making better Ninja Turtles, yeah, and posting it online, <laughs> you have to think that, like, all right, maybe we could go back to the drawing board. I mean, let's face it, the whole Shrek thing—they do look pretty terrible. Yeah, and uh, fix the noses, please. But um, and no more human lips, dude. It's like it's like Mystique all over again. They're like, guess what, guys? La 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 la. Yeah, so maybe they'll fix that. It comes on egos and yeah. money, but I'm not. Maybe not that order. But if it is there, I will see it. Um, August fifteenth, The Expendables three. The now with even more Expendables. Now with Harrison Ford, Wesley Snipes. Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Uh, so I'm surprised she was in this one and they didn't save her for Expendables, although maybe she'll segue over into that one. I feel, dude, I feel like like her being in Expendables 3 is like, it's it's like awesome. It's like the one chick to cross over into the male section of the Olympics and be like, I'm just that good. Yeah. Expendables 3, it's going to be good. And plus they were saying that Sylvester Stallone didn't write or direct it, so it has to be better. Wow. I'll, I enjoy. I, I enjoy the first two. Yeah, I know. It's like it's mindless action, and it makes for great musicals. Yeah, and it's like we laugh at it because it's bad. They try and be tongue in cheek, which doesn't help themselves. No, they think they're clever, but they're too old to be clever. <laughs> but we can laugh at them thinking they're being funny when they're not being funny. Yes, it's if that so, makes sense. <laughs> it's so bad, it's funny. Yeah, they're like, Ugh, let's make another fucking stupid pun. It's like, no, dudes. When you made puns back in the day, you thought those puns were cool, but they weren't, <laughs> which is what made them hilarious. But now that you're in on the joke and you're trying to make them funny, it doesn't work. But now we can laugh at you thinking that you think you're funny. 
See, but at least at least there's that kind of meta to it. Unlike Men in Black 2, where everybody thought they were being funny and it was just hard to watch. Yeah. So, so there's just a different way to enjoy it. Plus, like I said, I think Wesley Snipes will be fun. So, and Harrison Ford will probably be a dick. I don't even know. I think he was in this movie the same way he was in Bruno. Mm. He was in a cameo and didn't realize he was in the movie. <laughs> so I think they're like Harrison Ford. You want to help us on this mission? And they just came up to him. And he's like, "Fuck off!" Like he did in Bruno. <laughs> and they're like, "Good, we got him." Harrison Ford's in the movie. <laughs> but, it's like boomerang, um, dude. So, uh, so wait, you're not gonna go see Lucy, aka Resident Evil? Resident no, Evil remade. I mean, the Scarlett Johansson. I did just see that trailer. They just had. I mean, so she takes. She's a drug mule, and she actually gets powers from the drugs. And her, she's able to use all of her brain, and then eventually it gives her superpowers. Right, just like Alice from Resident Evil. All of a sudden, she can like drop kick everybody, and like has crazy mind powers. And it's a mix of that, and then that Bradley Cooper movie that came out two years ago when he took the pill to make his uh, to access more of his brain. Right. So it's like a combo of that and Resident Evil. Um, eh, at that point, man, like I've seen too many movies. Yeah. Uh, I, that, that's a doll. That's a DVD. I was uh, my only interest in this movie. I mean, it looks good, but I'm just not that interested. My only interest is to see if it's like a real like like Black Swan, as it turned out, was just like a super faithful anime adaptation of Perfect Blue, Uh, which which the which uh, who's the guy that directed uh, Black Swan? Uh, It's failing me. Was it like like Darren Darren Aronofsky or something something like that? He had gotten the rights to Perfect Blue, and he, like, turned the... Instead of, like, an actress, he turned the main character into a dancer and did the exact same story. Uh, and people are kind of wondering by this trailer if it's Elfin, Elfin Lead or Elfin Lied, however you pronounce that, uh, mm. the anime. Because the main one of the main characters who has all these crazy powers, his name's Lucy. Mm. So I'm kind of wondering, like, how, like, is that the same kind of deal? Like, how far did they go? I mean, Elfin Lead lied whatever was insane it was this crazy bloodbath of an anime that also had this wacky um like romantic comedy side where it's like your Mm -hmm. your ultra typical uh harem anime where like this moronic guy just happens to be collecting all these hot chicks at this old ass um uh bath resort that he just happens to uh to be staying at Mm-hmm. Except they're all like cold-blooded murderers with insane special powers and are li- chopping each other's limbs off whenever they can. Here, here's what I'm going to do. One of our listeners, Victor, who runs ModernGaffa.com, mm. I'm going to wait for him to watch Lucy. Okay. And give us a review. He knows anime. He know he has some of the same tastes as we do. I'll wait and see. I'll check out his review. Um, and if he says it's cool. <laughs> Then uh, maybe I'll go see it then. But Damn. I think I'm gonna wait. I think I'm gonna wait for him to see it. Wow! All right, dude, you've been called out. I think he'd be a good judge of this kind of movie. So scrape, scrape together. So twelve to fourteen dollars, Victor. No, eight fifty. Go on, go on a matinee, matinee okay. like I do, man. All right, so no, so so hold off on that next Blu-ray of Digimon season five. Yeah. So go check out Lucy for me. Okay. Uh, August twenty-second. I hate the title, but I'm excited for this. I don't know why they have to call it Frank Miller's Sin City, a dame to kill for. It's because he's he. It's because like Frank Miller. <laughs> Frank, we get it, Frank Miller. 
But do you really have to have your fucking name in front of it? It just makes the title stupid. Sin City 2 would be fine. Sim City, a Dame to be killed, a Dame to kill for would be fine. Frank Miller's Sin. It's like, come on, dude. It's like, we don't need to fucking call it George Lucas's Star Wars. Yeah. Episode 7. So it's like, do you really need. I mean, we know you're going to have executive producer credits. You don't need to have your fucking name in the title, stupid. Well, at least if he's not directing it, I'm fine with that. Yeah, so I mean. Mickey Rourke's back. Jessica Alba is back, and she's still a stripper. Yeah, she's so hot, man. <laughs> she is so hot. Yeah. Um. Uh. Rosario Darson. Darson. Uh, Mickey Rourke is back. What's and, he been uh, in lately? <laughs> Were you just? Was that funny? Uh, <laughs> that was a real question. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. He's weird. Um. And then they got what's his face to replace Clive Owen. Um, oh, good old what's his face. Fuck. Uh, All right. Ran, ran from Goonies that and then became a great actor. Oh, okay, that guy. Uh, Jonah Hex. <laughs> <laughs> He's good. I'm not trying to take him down. I just can't fucking think of his name, so I'm just starting to throw out stuff that you'd know him from. Um, is it? Shit. I'm Googling. It's been a lot of good movies, but... Yeah. Anyways, he's taking Clive Owen's spot. In it, but anyways, I think that Sin City 2 should be cool. I mean, I like the first one. It was great. It was groundbreaking. It doesn't make for a good party movie, as I yeah. learned. <laughs> I think this will be cool. Um, it's in 3D. I will skip the 3D showing. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I think it'll be good. Unless, maybe I'll like wait a couple days and see if it gets just crushed in the review. Because I also thought that the spirit was going to be cool. And then everyone's like, no, don't see it. <laughs> and I still haven't seen it yet. Because everyone's like, oh, it sucks. It's a trap. <laughs> So I was like, yeah, but Sam Jackson's the octopus. Like, no, stay away. Yeah. So I still haven't seen it. I was like, but he's just got a red tie. That looks kind of cool. Like, I, no, don't see it. So they, I have. Dude, I, I so had a hard on for the for the spirit. After just watching the trailer, I was like, that is the coolest effing trailer. And Frank Bale is directing. That's so cool. And then everybody took a dump on it. And um, I think uh, the last time I was at our parents' place, uh, our dad was watching it. And, I was, and it was like a scene towards the end. And God, everybody just talked and talked and talked. And I was just like, I wanted to see this movie. And this scene is just killing it for me. Killing it. So, yeah, I guess we'll... Uh, maybe. I mean, it's also August 22nd, which is where you put a movie with it. You're afraid it's not going to do any good. Yeah. So, well, we'll but, see. I mean, I, I get to see a trailer, so... Yeah. So, yeah, we'll wait and see. And then the last one... Um, this is uh, I I have I know nothing about this movie. I haven't even seen the trailer. There was a one sentence write up in the magazine. It's called Underdogs. Mm -hmm. It's a kids movie. It's a cartoon, and it said like this kid who's down on his luck has his foosball players come to life to help him. What? And I was like, ooh, foosball players coming to life to help a kid in a cartoon. Hmm. That sounds kind of cool. I like foosball. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. I that's all I saw. It's like one sentence. And uh, I can I'll read you the sentence. Here's what I'm, I got. I'm, I'm foosball. Trying... Here here's the log line. Okay. Foosball players come to life to help a kid defeat bullies, in the animated movie Underdogs. Uh, well, I don't know. It could be this year's Paranorman. It's it, you know it's impossible to search for the trailer for this movie because so many freaking movies have been uh, called Underdogs. Yeah, like the South African rugby dudes. I mean, there's a movie that came out last year. There's the the dog, the dog from the '60s cartoon, Underdog. Well, I mean, that's that's what I would expect would come up first, and then there's the the remake. I 
which I stayed away from, like the one with like a live action underdog. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I don't know if, if I mean it's August twenty seventh, so obviously it's buried. It's not yeah. expected. It's like it's probably like this year's planes too. But I just like the idea of foosball players coming to life because obviously we kind of hinted at that in one of our videos. So it's true. But um, so I don't know. It seemed kind of cool. So we'll see. I, I'm I'm furiously searching for any kind of trailer, and there's nothing. They probably haven't released it yet. They'll probably wait until mid July. And then, and then they'll just put it out there. So. Okay. All right. You know. Uh, I don't even know who the voice actors are in it. It doesn't even say that. So. Well, they're probably dubbing it right now. Yeah, it could be. So. All right. Here we go. It, so the original the original title was called Foosball. Okay. Oh no, and and of course because it already came out, uh, in in um, in like Spanish language, there's totally a trailer online. You probably get the whole movie online in Spanish. Oh, so this is just being redubbed for in for America. That's what it seems like. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Well, it, I mean, obviously, August twenty seventh is so far away. I've seen so many movies by then, so we'll see. I'll probably just end up renting it at the red box for a dollar. Yeah. That's probably what I'll end up doing. But that is the final one on my list of possibilities for this summer. I'll probably get some right. I'll probably get some wrong. You know, which one is going to be World War Z that I skip and then find out was good? I still well, could get to see could it be Maleficent? Uh, <laughs> Maybe. Maybe, but you know what? Nobody... Uh, if everybody is still in like frozen fever and i don't think it's going away anytime soon yeah. you know it's like and that's gonna dwarf anything that disney puts out so they might as well just like push everything back until everyone is everyone including the haters are sick and done with frozen maybe it's like gonna be like after like a year well i feel like anything with like disney on it it's like is it frozen no i don't care well they don't have any kid movie coming out this summer like i said you can't really count planes too well maleficent is pg PG? Yep. Oh, well, I definitely don't want to see it then. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I mean, like, I, in my opinion, Maleficent in Sleeping Beauty was the best Disney villain of all time. She was fucking awesome, badass, and cool. So, yeah, I'm gonna wait. Yeah. Well, I guess there's there's a there's like a a Disney or not a Disney. There's a Wizard of Oz movie coming out. Oh, fuck Wizard of Oz, man. Yeah, it's been done a million times. Fuck Wizard of Oz. The movie sucked, and my wife watches that series Once Upon a Time, and oh. the bad guy, the Wicked Witch is the bad guy this season, and she looks stupid, too. So I'm I'm done with the Wizard of Oz. I never liked it. And the flying monkeys are creepy. Maybe that's where I got my monkey phobia <laughs> from. Oh, my God. I was always freaked out by the flying monkeys. Is that why I hate monkeys? Maybe. I always hated the flying monkeys. Yeah, I mean Maybe they were they were creepy. He's on TV. Hmm. Could that be it? I mean, maybe. But or... I, I also I also fucking hate Curious George too. That, <laughs> well, that, Curious that, George that is mother a dick. Fucking, <laughs> motherfucking monkey should be dead. Curious George should be dead. There should be a bottle of poison that he got from underneath the man in the yellow hat sink. <laughs> it should be like spilled all over the ground and coming out of his mouth, and it should be Curious George dead. Well, what do so, you think? What do you think he keeps under the big yellow hat? Bottle yeah. of cyanide. Put him down yeah. in case, in case on his on his wacky adventures, George goes ferals and bites somebody. He's like, "I'm sorry, you've tasted human flesh." 
rips their faces off <laughs> and bites their hands off. That's the worst. And yeah. she did, and she lived. She lived. You can call it living. Oh god. What Fuck. a horrible thing. Fuck movie screen monkeys. If you dude, <laughs> all right. So, I you know, uh, my wife and I and I'm sure everybody has this private joke about people who own birds. We're like, "Man, you had to be crazy to own a bird." Because, you know, as the sa- it's like as the saying goes, you're like, wow, you really want to deprive something of the one thing they were made for. Get a bird and put it in a cage. Oh, okay. oh, you made to fly? Well, fuck you. Clip those wings. Ha ha ha. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you get to flit around. Ha ha. If, you, if I ever let you outside, you will try to escape. Mm. Uh, but, but even worse are people who own monkeys. Sorry if you own a monkey out there. Uh, service monkeys, totally cool. If you just own a monkey just to have one, you are nuts certifiably yes it will go insane and rip your face off one day i mean and even if it doesn't you own a monkey they have brute strength they cause outbreaks of bad diseases i've seen this in movies (laughs) called outbreak they're they're just they're just some things you should not own i mean like there are a lot of restrictive laws you know and and each state in our in our country is different about like all right who can own tigers and who can't but like there's something about like owning a monkey that just strikes me is just like that's just wrong man you know like you can't own your fellow man you can't own like the the thing that was like next to you in line you know in like the chromosome lottery they are secretly smarter than us and will eventually kill us and only Gary Oldman will be left to fight for our survival technically technically the woman who owned the uh, the ape that went crazy um, uh, he was way overweight he was like 100 pounds over the legal limit for mm-hmm. poundage, for how much you could weigh if you had a monkey, and she was also giving him over-the-counter prescription medicine. Yeah, and she probably made him watch like The Price is Right every day. <laughs> and he was like, I hate The Price is Right ever. I mean, Price is Right once a month, good. Every day, whoa, dude. That's rip-your-face-off territory right there. I mean, it is the greatest show of all time. It was. I mean, Drew Carey, you can only, I mean... I, no. Dude, you gotta watch. You gotta watch a recent episode with Drew Carey. Once, you know, first couple seasons with him on the show is kind of awkward, but now he's just like he's into it. He's skinnier. It's like a whole different show. Maybe the monkey ripped their faces off because he was just so mad because someone just got the showcase so wrong <laughs> that he was just like, "Fuck this!" The next person who talks to me, I'm gonna rip their face off. Uh, well, the the worst thing the worst thing was that like was that like the owner. Uh, got off like without even like a bruise. The owners like called her best friend. They're like, "Hey, my my ape is kicking the crap out of me! Help! Help! Help!" And her best, the best neighbor ever, one of the golden girls, comes over. And the ape's like, "Who the fuck is this? I'm gonna eat her face <laughs> and bite her hands off!" Ah! <laughs> no, and like, her owner's I'm, like, "Oh, don't stop! Oh, weird." I, it's I mean, yeah. Anyone out there, don't call me when your monkey's ripping your face <laughs> off. I'll because I'm gonna, I'm gonna think about helping you, and then I'm gonna think about the rest of my life, and I'm just gonna write you off. I'm gonna be like, you know what, man? I'm gonna post on your Facebook page. You know, I'm gonna send a get well letter to the hospital. <laughs> I ain't coming to your rescue. I fucking hate monkeys. No, and I Don't like all of me. I like having my hands. Yeah, the monkeys are fucking bastards in a fight. Okay, <laughs> they keep hitting you when you're down. How do you fight something that's ripping your face off? You can't. Like, you can't. You want to act like a man monkey? Fight like a man, okay? Talk shit, punch me a couple times, then we gotta hug it out, okay? Don't fucking rip my face off. Who does that? That's wrong, okay? Crazy like, people, man. You know, you know, the next thing they're gonna do is they're gonna rip your dick off. Well, you... 
Monkeys, I mean, if, if you are, if you are going to save your friend's life, go in wearing a motorcycle helmet and fucking five pairs of pants. Because when he can't get at your face, he's going for your dick. Well, see, oh, too. See, I, I, I talk about, I think about this all the time. You know, all no, the you time. Do. All the time. All the time. All the time. I live in New York City is crazy. I well, gotta be prepared for monkeys. <laughs> well, no, no, it's not. It's not the New York City people you want to worry about. It's the people over in Jersey because they have like properties and big houses and shit where you can have a monkey. Nobody can have yeah. a monkey in New York City. But no, it's like seriously, like if you're going up toe to toe against a wild animal, could be any wild animal. You have to use your natural advantages because if it's just you running into a situation against an ape with superior strength and hand biting off teeth and jaws. You're going to die. So you have to think for a second and use your advantages. You got thumbs. You need a long stick or some kind of weapon and or technology because that's what we got. That's what we have. We have big brains and so we have to use them to use technology. Like if you run in there to save somebody's life against like some horrible creature, you better bring like some kind of chainsaw or some kind of like cool ass weapon. Maybe a gun, maybe a taser, not sure, but some kind of technology to bring with you to be like, sasa, magic. Uh. A universal remote. Turn on their TV. <laughs> Maybe he attacks the TV instead. <laughs> Especially if the price is right is on. He's yeah. going to flip the shit. And then you drag <laughs> your friend to safety. You'd be like, you bring in your iPhone and be like, check this out. Cha-cha! I have a calculator on my phone. I think like the only way to, <laughs> to beat a monkey in a fight is to be crazier than the monkey. Oh. You want to rip my face off? I'm going to fucking punch you in the asshole. Like, I'm going to fist you, monkey. I'm gonna fist you, and the monkeys be like, "Ah, nothing goes in that way. Come on, that's for pooping only." And you're like, "Ah, give the monkey the shocker, and then he'll be so thrown off." You know, like you, you just gotta, you gotta fight fire with fire, man. Mm. You've got to go in crazier than the monkey. What are you gonna do? I, I, I guess I'm gonna. Uh, maybe I would just have to fist myself. That would be it. It'd be yeah. like, you like, oh, you think you think you're a cool monkey? Well, check this out. Ow. Yeah, it's like you you, you got to go in nuts. So you got to go yeah. in. Well, you got to go to a hardware store, get some circular saw blades, and like <laughs> tape them, tape them to your wrists. Yeah, and to your knees, or maybe you go in and you just start acting <laughs> like a wheelie, a wheeler yes. from the Return to Oz. So you just come in holding on to like you got wheels on all your hands, and you and you hunch over and you talk fucking weird. But you got to out monkey the monkey. <laughs> He's got to think like, you know what? I don't want to rip this dude's face off. He might have something. And you got to be pretty pretty seriously over the bend if the monkey's going to think that. You've got to, like, throw your poop at him. Not even, dude. you got to be like, pick up some of his poop and just do something crazy with it. Like, write love letters on the wall with poop. And you'd be like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, I think you just got to out-monkey the monkey. So, anyways, I don't know how we got on this, but... Because <laughs> it's the worst way to go and she still lived... Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if you called me, Chad, and you're like, monkeys are ripping my face off, I'd be like, oh, shit, do you have any last words? <laughs> Damn. Like, but like, I'll be like, yo, hang up and leave me a voicemail, and I'll, I'll remember you forever. I just, I don't know. Dedicate I'm not, a song I'm not, to me on GarageBand. Yeah, I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm not going to save you. I've got to think about my own beautiful face. It sucks. <laughs> That's the thing, man. If I lived next to next door to somebody who had like something weird going on, I would think twice, you know, about going anywhere near there. In fact, like like uh, for a long time, there was this jacked up dude who clearly sold drugs on our block, and I don't live in a bad neighborhood. There's like one drug dealer per let's say like five streets, uh, 
and he was like always yelling in the streets he's got these muscle cars but it's the most convenient path to the subway and i would just go out of my way just to stay away from that place i i just think that if you're the 911 operator yeah and they call and say a monkey ripped my face off you're not asking for their name their address or anything else all you got to say is throw yourself out the nearest window <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Throw yourself out the nearest window. Separate you from the ape. And I'd rather take my chances throwing myself out a window than fighting the chimpanzee. Sure. Get yourself out of there. Throw yourself out the window. We'll pick up the pieces on the ground, okay? That the, <laughs> that the ape hasn't ripped off yet. I mean, like, you're going to fucking get, you're, you're going to get flat, but you'll still have your nuts. Right. It's not, it's not like, uh, like a lightning storm where you just want to, like, hunker down. Or yeah. like, or you know, or like a bear that can outrun you, you know. Throw yourself out the window. Throw yourself out the window. Yeah. Well, I gotta go watch Game of Thrones. All right, dudes. <laughs> Thanks for sticking with us, everybody. <laughs> uh, with the Jumpman Podcast. God, the fucking story about the ape and that poor woman, uh, the poor next door neighbor. She's like, "Thank you for being a friend." Oh, you fucking monkey ate my face. She probably listens to our podcast and she's like, "Dicks." No way. She's like, "Thanks for this." Really happened. Me. And it hurt. You guys, you guys are assholes. <laughs> no, I know. I, I think she had a fundraiser to get like bionic hands or something oh, close okay. to that. Oh, uh, well, then it was totally worth it. So she could type <laughs> on the internet, and be like, "You like, guys are dicks." I'm uh, sorry, ma'am. We couldn't save your face, but we got you robot hands. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> ah! Gorilla right. smashing robot hands. Anyway, uh, or weekly podcast from RichardWareTV.com. Uh, uh, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, LGGeek.com, RageQuickCast.com, and um, over at HQ, JumpmanPodcast.com. Get at us. Yeah. Do something. All right. We'll see you next week. Jumpman Engage. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand, one shall fall. Fatality.